Good evening. Welcome to the Slap Horror Show. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the On The Slab Horror Show, the show that we bring to you each and every, what day, Carl? Friday night. Why do we do it on Friday night? Well, Friday night is horror night. Woo! Always has been over here in Ireland and the UK, so we keep to that. 10pm yeah. every Friday, we put our show out like we used to get our horror, we used to get our horror shows every Friday night at 10 o'clock, and that's what the likes of me, self and Greg grew up on. But, uh, there you God, go. God, God bless the end of the watershed. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and nowadays you have Sky Horror that shows them all day, all day, every day. <laughs> Mo- mostly the same thing. But uh, tonight we're joined by yet another cast member of the Mutilator Two. But it is the final girl from the original Mutilator as well, which, as everybody on this show will know, is one of my favourites. It's in my top five. Yes, that's, that's true. how highly I rate it. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is Miss Ruti Martinez. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Um, a lot better now. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, like for me, as I said in the intro there, this this is one of my favorite horror films, and to have a chance, I've actually had the chance to sit down with Buddy for a little while a couple of weeks ago, and I had to sit down with yourself, two people that were in the original one, that a movie that I loved so much. And I'd say I've seen it easily a thousand times. <laughs> wow. Well, no, that, that's probably an, that's probably an exaggeration. It's, I've seen it I've seen it easily probably a hundred, hundred and fifty times. I don't say I, I, would, I wouldn't say Root gets that uh, that often, I'd say like that no. kind of dedication. <laughs> <laughs> like I've watched it three times the last four months. There you are. You're back. Yeah. Oh there we go. Oh. We lost, yeah, I was saying this. I've probably seen it at least 150 times. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's great. And it's just one of them comfort movies that you just put on and, and, and sit into. Comfort uh, and a hook, huh? Comfort and a hook. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a, a gaff. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Just, just to be said, just to be finickety. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it's a... It's a great pleasure to have you on tonight um and we do thank you for taking the time out of your day to come on actually looks like you have a nice day over there thank you i'm sorry my my uh screen is freezing up a little bit no problem problem. we were just we were just saying thanks for taking the time out of your day to come on and uh whatnot it looks like you actually have a nice day out there i can see the the light shining in from behind you or it's a it's a ring light one or the other oh well both it's 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 nice here we're not getting the snowstorm everybody else is so where are you based, Ruth, uh, if you don't mind me asking? I'm in Durham, North Carolina. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Nice, uh, nice. Talk to the lady, will you? I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so as, as it says, like, you're obviously, you were the star, or one of the stars of the original Mute Letter. Um, how did you go about getting into that movie? Well, um, I was a student at UNC Chapel Hill at the time, and I had just started studying drama, and I saw an ad in the paper, and it was an open audition call. I went, and it's interesting because Buddy actually sent me the original auditions, so I got to see those. Cool. It was (laughs) a little bit 
to see all that, awesome. but, but it was fun. It was fun. And Ruth, um, were you always were you always a horror fan, or that was that just like it was like a good job that came up at the time, or? It was, uh, you know, I I was, I'll be honest, I was never really into horror, but mm -hmm. now that I've been in one and I've met all the fans, I mean, gosh, the horror scene is is you know people are big fans in the horror scene, and I really love that. Yeah. It's it's very similar to the likes of Trekkies, Star Wars fans, um, comic book movie fans. They're they're so well knit in that it's thing. It's probably one of the most loved genres. Like it, it mightn't be as big a fan base, but they're certainly a lot tighter. I sense that. <laughs> yeah. It's been fun. And, and would you would you have like the same level of uh, fandom? I suppose you could say. That you would have had back in the day or would it be the same people or would there be a younger crowd if you get me well you know it's interesting over the years i've had the chance to go to different signings and fan events and uh early on not too long after we did the movie um there wasn't as much interest as there is now right. and i think it's because of that blu-ray release that we did There was a Blu-ray release. I don't know, about eight years ago, um, it kind of brought in a, for the movie. So, so yeah, I've noticed a, a, a big pickup in, in fans. I went to one event and I was shocked to see a line of people <laughs> with <laughs> things for me to sign. So, Brilliant. So. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, you, you you find a lot of oh, just a lot of not not forgotten horror films, but maybe not as popular as the big boys. They have such a, a really loyal fan base and a following, and I, I think that's a real, it's real endearing, you know. I think it's fantastic, like, you know, and I, I think that's even, I think that can be more satisfying, probably as a maybe oh, you could tell me, I don't know, as an artist, you know, um, getting that kind of appreciation and love, you know. Well, I call it my alternate universe, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's who I am, but you know, it's, it's kind of fun to go to these things. Um, but I, I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, that maybe people have really realized how exciting the, the 80s were for, for special effects and, and uh, those kind of films, um, because now everything's kind of CGI'd, so, yeah. you know. I know, it's it's overdone, it really is. I mean, I wouldn't be against, like, a, a happy medium of CG and, and practical, but practical for me is always the way to go. Yeah, that always has been. And we'll not say anything different on this show, so you're in good company with us here, you know what I mean? All, all day, every day. <laughs> and, and twice on a Sunday. Absolutely. <laughs> um, like, CGI is good for certain things, but, like, in horror, if you have a monster and it's completely CGI, it takes you out of the movie completely. Mm-hmm. Like there should be somebody in a suit or uh, a, even a, an animatronic, like the gremlins wear. Things like that should be done, even if you're using CGI as well. Um, well and it we just some, makes it look better. We had some great artists that were kind of on the up and up working on Mutilator 1, and uh, I just love the way it looks. So. Oh, it's, it's like even some of the death scenes in it um, were really well done. Like they... they um, when the cop gets killed outside the thing, when he gets the little broken piece of wood straight through the cheek, that's that's <laughs> rough. That is rough. And then, of course, you obviously have um, the the gaff hook scene 
which is pretty no. visceral. It was. <laughs> yeah. Carl, that, that that was the original terrifier kind of way. Yeah, the gaffer, the ga- what do you call it, the gaff hook? The gaff hook, that's what it's called, yeah. Gaff hook, right. I'm sure taking fish out when you're on the side of a boat. Oh, oh right. yeah, so that's, yeah, I I know the one you're talking about. I I, I just called yeah. it, I called it a me hook, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so pointy, so. Yeah. All nautical instruments. Yeah, Jack Chatham was brilliant as Big Ed as well. I, um, you know, he is one of, he is one of, if not the nicest guy I know. He's just a doll. Um, so, you know, but to have him be the killer, it's, it's kind uh, of. The, the killers what, what, are always the sweethearts in real life, aren't they? <laughs> he's a doll. He's just the sweetest what? man in the world. You're definitely hearing that a lot more now. Um, like obviously, people who play bad guys. Like we've heard it about David Howard Thornton, who obviously played Art the Clown, and he's now the mean one as well. Apparently, he's one of the nicest people you meet outside of things, and, and especially stuff like that. Um, it's great to see, and it's great to hear. Um, thing, but like, it, that, like the, the whole premise of that movie, they, they show you who the killer is straight away. And there's no there's no beating around it. It's just yeah, this is what's happening. And Dad's having a bad night. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's had a bad couple of years, really. <laughs> I mean, he comes home to find his wife shot in the back by their own kid by mistake. Jeez. On his birthday, nonetheless. Uh, and <laughs> you know, all of those folks were were Buddy's family. Oh wow. So. Uh, the mom is his ex-wife and his son was the son yeah the, well, the young fella yeah he was telling me that, that i didn't know that at the time um it's great to keep keep people around really isn't it um but like would you have kept in contact with them um i have kept in contact with a fair amount of folks from from m1 over the years um, yeah. And once again, you know, we've occasionally done little events through the years, and so I get to reunite. It's always fun. That's great. So what? It's coming up on what forty years now, is it? In eighty? Wow. <laughs> Eighty-six, is it? Jesus. We actually shot in eighty-three, so yes, it's coming up on forty years now. Wow. Nice little reunion on the way uh, <laughs> at one of the conventions. Yes. Yes. Or okay. all of the conventions. <laughs> well, uh, I, I reunited with um, Bill and Matt, uh, and we did Camp Blood in Pennsylvania earlier in the fall. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, it, I've, actually, I've, heard, I've heard really good things about that, that convention. Um, it's one of the names that keeps popping up. Um, obviously, Scarefest, I think, is in Texas as well. Um, we don't get... We get... In Ireland, there's a horror con that lasts, I think, six eight hours. hours. Six, six, or eight six hours. hours yeah. Six eight or eight hours, and that's it for the year. Um, <laughs> but there is the one of the biggest ones in in Europe is in Manchester, which is only an hour away from us on a plane. Um, wow. It's called For the Love of Horror. Big shout out to the lads. Uh, they do a stellar what? job with that. Um, we're actually heading over to it this year for the first time. We're going to a con. Oh wow. Like I've never, I, I've never been to a convention at all. Me either. Kind of well, way. <laughs> they yeah. do one here in North Carolina called Mad Monster Party. <laughs> um, and I've been to that one a couple of times. Last time I went, I got in the elevator and somebody came in in a scream outfit with a scream mask. And I'm like, wow. This 
Brilliant. Oh, it was um, it was Kate Kiddo and um, Cheney Morrow that were at it when, just not long after we were talking to them. They were down oh, at that wow. one. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, they're obviously from Jeff's Jeff Seaman's film Terror Trips. Yeah, um, yeah. Cheney is obviously in Mute Later too as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they they were they were telling me about it and I was like Jesus, we're really really starved over here. <laughs> Very uh, much so. Yeah. That's why we have to do our own podcasts, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, co- come November now, when we get over to this other one, now it's going to be a whole different ballgame. Absolutely, Ruth. Tell um, us, um, tell us what it was like filming uh, the. Like the film, give us a little, you know, give us a little bit of history, a background on your experience on the film. Well, once again, I was in college at the time, um, and so they did some other scenes before I got there. When I got there, I remember they took me to the um, special effects room, and basically all these body casts of people and prostheses and things were there, and it wow. <laughs> leaves, leaves an impression. Um, <laughs> But uh, it was great fun. I, you know, the thing that actually strikes me about both of the shoots is how fun they are and, and yeah. how um, how much of a tight-knit group we had on both shoots. Uh, M1 obviously had a much smaller cast. Uh, yeah. So we really bonded. Uh, we, we, we were a team working on that. And, um, you know, we... we those first shots that are, you know, that, that the fall break song is playing over. That's brilliant. It's perfect. Oh, uh, they were so much fun. They were so much fun. And we were actually drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Gotta do it. Um, what, I, what I've noticed is that opening, that opening scene. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's a shot where it upset the car and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out of the car and believes himself. And that was all improvised and they kept it. Oh, deadly. Um, <laughs> that that opening scene where you're kind of driving off with the music in the background has been done quite a lot since then. Um, obviously, and obviously it might be to that, it might be to other movies as well. Um, but the most recent one I can remember really was Cabin in the Woods doing it, where they go oh, off wow. in the camper van, where they're going off. No, it's a different song, but it's the same premise. You just see them driving off and whatnot, going mm-hmm. off to a, uh, a cabin. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, there's been loads of them. But um, yeah, it was, it was that, that would go from Moorhead City to um, Atlantic Beach, and we were going to try to film the final scene on that bridge, and they wouldn't let us. But they let us shut it down at rush hour to do that those opening credits. Um, nice, that's up, I suppose. But most of the shoot. Um, was at night so uh we would wake up three in the afternoon have dinner and then go shoot at the condo uh for most of the evening so and then we'd get up uh, there was a, a place to have breakfast at the pier we'd have breakfast and go to bed and that's how the, the month went it was oh, that sounds actually right. nice because i I'm, I'm, a, I'm a night walker myself so i just walk nights so that sounds like it, the best way to act yeah night time that's the way i would look at that <laughs> well it was so, the month uh, of may and I was shocked when I went back in the month of May later and there were so many people there because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously that, that was Mute Letter 1 and that, and that went on to be a big success. Um, and it was kind of strange, obviously that time 
of horror, if one movie was a success, a, a success normally others followed off the back of it. Um, for this to not have a sequel up until now was very strange. Um, was there any reasoning to that? Well, uh, you know, it was a different time when we released M1. Um, it was before they even had video, really. And so uh, it was just released in the theater. And once the once it kind of came and went in the theaters, as far as I knew, it was it was a done deal. But then later it started appearing in video. And um, I, I was a teacher for years. And I remember one day I was in class and some of my students were like, um, did you do a movie? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe, why? Them, and all them, qu- them questions on- normally end badly. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked. There were people doing tours of where we shot the movie on YouTube and, and you know, fans that had posts about the movie. And I was, uh, I couldn't believe that. So I think that the movie kind of gained ground through social media and YouTube and that kind of thing led to doing the the sequel now i think we were originally supposed to do it in 2020 but um pandemic so yeah we shot um, so like I, I i've said it a few times on the show um it was actually eva hamilton put a post up um about mute later too and i was like i was like no so i had to, I had to actually get in contact to find out if it was the second one i was like already just making it a number two and they're just gonna reboot it and i was like and she's like, no, it's a new one. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm on it. And I scoured through everybody. I think, uh, and, he, and he's been I taking think... you all out ever since. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was actually a shout out to Anna Clary, who was the first one to come on um, oh, from great. the cast. Um, and then it, it spiraled from there all the way through everybody. <laughs> or almost everybody. So let me ask you, Ruthie, is, is, is the second one a direct follow-on from the first one or is would you notice if things have gone on in between in the time since then if you know what i mean uh what i mean but yeah i saw like texas chainsaw massacre the 74 one was the first one the one that they brought out last year the shitty one was apparently the second one if you get me <laughs> and there was 40 so there's 40 euros in between it the film so do you know what i mean would you be is there, is there much of a background years. whatever is there much of a background of between one and two if you get me well, um, you know, I, I guess that's more of a buddy question. Um, from my point of view, uh, the two movies are very different, actually. Mm. Uh, you know, so we've sadly lost some of our cast members from M1. So um, it's, it's, it's without getting too spoiler about it, it's more yeah. of a meta kind of thing, movie yeah. within a movie deal. That's what, that's what we keep getting told. Uh, it's a meta movie. So to me, it sounds like it's going to be somewhat least screen based, um, the way they done it with Stab. But obviously, I don't want to know because I'm yeah. going to I'm going to wait till it comes out. Say nothing. Um, <laughs> whatever, whatever that is over here, but um, yeah, who yeah. knows? I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that's not me asking. That's just me saying in general. Because normally, if um, these kind of movies come out in the states, it's another while before we get them. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I'll have to wait. But um, how how did you end up getting the call to go to Mute Later 2? 
Well, it was interesting because um, uh, I think it was like fall of 2021, um, I did a signing event with um, with Jack Chatham and Bill Hitchcock. And uh, we all stayed in touch after that. And, um, you know, I was kind of hearing that maybe that might start happening again. And uh, then we got the word from Matt Mittler that uh, he he wasn't going to be in the movie. And we were like, well, nobody's even talked to us yet, but uh, <laughs> they, they talked to us pretty soon after that. So, uh, you know, we kind of heard that this was happening, but um, then we were finally asked to be in it. And um, Bill actually worked props on the movie and he said, you know, Ruthie, it's, it's gonna be a really professional crew. This is a really professional movie you should get on board. So I did. Awesome. Awesome. And I, I, as, as obviously the details that came out when I first seen that they were making a second one. So not all the cast list had been, had been named and obviously yourself and Bill were, were named later on into it. So I was, I was, I was delighted when I seen the two names pop up. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, well, it was, it was fun for us too. It's, you know, it's interesting. Um, I had no nerves on the movie because for me it's like going to your high school reunion, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just, well, a bit, suppose, just, yeah. A bit, just a bit bloodier, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, some people got bloodier than others. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Oh, so obviously, Mutilator One had a smaller cast than Two, um, but which one was more fun to work on? Well, I'm a little partial to M1. I still had a great time on M2. Don't get me wrong, but I wasn't as I wasn't there for like four weeks of the filming, whereas mm. I was there the whole time for M1. So, um, yeah, I, I I had a great time on both movies, but M1, we just I mean we were a family after that. It was, you you it you was were so slightly fun. you were slightly integral to uh being in most of the shots in m1 had a lot of shots <laughs> just 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 a small bit you know m being the lead the lead female in it and whatnot m1 is your baby <laughs> so to speak well i was proud that i was number three on the call sheet for m2 so uh that's not far nice. gone <laughs> Nice. Ruthie, what other, what other, like, I know you were saying you weren't really kind of into horror or so, but like, what, what other horror films do you like watching or is there any particular ones or? Well, um, honestly, I, I, uh, you know, we talked about the American Werewolf in London. I like mm -hmm. those kind of big blockbuster horror yeah. films, but I, but I had never, um, watched a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, until recently. And, uh, when we were on the M2 set, uh, we had obviously a lot of horror fans that were making sure that that uh, me and um, and Terry Kaiser and other folks that hadn't seen all the classics were well steeped in the classics. So we were watching Brilliant. Scream and you know all these other horror films. We would yeah. watch them outside, right by the beach. And boy, what fun was that! It was Brilliant. <laughs> and what, what 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 kind of films would you be into anyway to watch? Like what what's your favorite kind of films? Like what what you know what really gets you going? I'm a rom-com person. I mean, <laughs> do you know something? There's a really good rom-com in horror that you probably have seen. I don't know called Shaun of the Dead. You should watch that. Okay, I'm putting it on my list. Oh, you'd love that, and it's got horror, so you could even say that to your your fans. Yeah, I've watched Shaun of the Dead. There you go. 
<laughs> Somebody made a uh, YouTube cut of Mutilator 1 that tried to make it look like a rom-com. Oh, really? I mean, I mean there, is, there is sort of rom-com elements to it. There's obviously the two couples that are in it. Um, and things like, it, it could be very easily construed as a, a romantic horror kind of way. If if you caught it properly, like not if you call it, not if you call it the mutilator, you can't. The mutilator. <laughs> you just said there's a rom-com called Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I know, I know, but mutilator is a lot more. You know, it's a lot more harsher. You well, know? I mean, don't forget it was, it was originally called Fall Break. Right. You could call you could you do a rom-com called Fall Break now. Absolutely. You know, but yeah, no, I think I, I think I'd actually prefer a rom-com called, called the mutilator anyway. <laughs> <laughs> about the only the only rom-coms i want to see um but yeah so like I'd, I'd actually heard carl grasso was telling us um that they were you were watching movies outside and stuff and he's saying mm-hmm. sitting there he was sitting with, with um who did he say was it terry kaiser watching yeah. young frankenstein yes uh, Yay! i was like i was like what a what a life <laughs> actually ruthie i am um, Carl thinks he's this big movie star, right? So, you know, we're going to show him this. You know, put him in his place. Send a message to Carl there, will you? Thinks he's this Carl big is movie, a movie star. star. No, big movie well, star. You know, I've only seen Carl in one film, but he was awesome. <laughs> oh, he had the shades on and all a few weeks don't, ago on our don't show. Mind, don't mind him, Carl. This Carl's wrong. I'm always wrong. I'm always wrong on this big show. Movie star. <laughs> well, I, I have a funny feeling that the question that we're going to ask soon is going to go against me in this one. Yeah. So, do you want to ask it? Oh. Yeah, sure. Have you seen American Werewolf in London? Yes. Have you seen Dog Soldiers? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's not so fair. Then, I know. Yeah, we can't ask it again. That's the second person we've had on now. We have we have this running question that we ask every week now. Um, there's a bit of a back and forth between me and Greg about what watch the best werewolf film and I, I always go with American Werewolf in London and he always goes with uh, the uh, uh, Dog, Dog Soldiers Dog. now the, the funny thing is we love both films we both love the, the we both love them so it's just we, you know we're just seeing who people think is the best one so <laughs> not Teen Wolf Teen Wolf was good, Teen Wolf but that, was good. that's a rom-com yeah that's a rom-com Michael J. Fox was very good in that so if you ever, ever happen to watch Dog Soldiers, throw us a message and then t- tell me that it's not as good as American Wealth in London, okay? Because or, you, it's not. Or, you tell, or you tell Carl to shut up there and uh, <laughs> accept the fact that he's just wrong again. Never. <laughs> Actually, there's a question, Ruthie. Have you ever been asked to do like something like a werewolf film or anything mad like that or, you know, after The Mutilator? No, well, you know, I I, I kind of um, fell into normal life after <laughs> later, uh, and got caught up in work. And but now I'm retired, and I am putting it out there. Please, please, please! I'd love to be in more films, and I love doing horror. Well, there you it's, go. It's just great fun. Um, so, uh, sure, I've been background. If she's in it, films. I'll watch it. Uh, <laughs> and if I you're in it, I'll hear about it. Locally shot things but that's about it yeah um it seems, it seems like obviously being in north carolina there's a lot of indie horrors being made yeah, around there now really is. and a lot of really good ones too um so i i'd say you're in, a, in the right part of the world to start finding 
um, roles if you're looking, if you're actively looking. I'm actively looking now. And that's one of the reasons I moved to the Raleigh-Durham area. Centrally located in the state, I can go down to Atlanta, I can go to Wilmington, I can go to the mountains, so. I'll just nod and agree because I have no <laughs> idea where in the states that even is. Realty, would there be would there be many would there be many kind of scary areas around where you live or you know what I mean like kind of haunted areas or something like that that you know of? Oh gosh, well I lived in Greensboro for many years and uh, we had a theater yeah, ghost which... at the Carolina Theater there, and I hear there's there's theater ghosts. In, oh. in the Raleigh Durham area too. There's a Carolina theater in Durham too. Right. And, you know, I hear about the theater ghosts. Yeah, we you see. We just we just have banshees over here. You know, that's that's our big thing is banshees. Not not, not for me and Sharon though. No. <laughs> no. Um, is Greensboro where they filmed Blair Witch? No, I don't think so. Or is that where it's based? Oh no, that's Maryland, isn't it? Maryland, yeah. Maryland. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had uh, we had Bull Durham and um, Last of the Mohicans and great uh, movie. You know a lot of TV shows in Wilmington. Hmm. Um, a couple of good movies there that you mentioned. <laughs> one, oh, one, had, of, one of them was one of them was an Oscar winner, wasn't it? Uh, was two of them were Last of the Mohicans won Best Actor, I think. Um, I think Bull Durham won one as well. Ruthie, what would be your your comfort film like? As uh, Greg was saying, you know, what's your, what's your go to? You know, it doesn't matter what it is. What is it? Tell us. Go on. Oh, I like things like uh, once again, I'm a, I'm a wrong. Uh, so like when Harry Met Sally is one of my favorites. Um, I mean, it's not a bad film. Yeah, it's not a bad film. No. I'm trying to think of the one with. Uh, Jack Nicholson and as good as it gets. Uh huh. I love those. Great. (laughs) As soon as you said Jack Nicholson, the only one that he's been in. Oh no, sorry. (laughs) You you could you could theoretically say that um, the bucket list is probably a rom com. There's a bit of a relationship between the two of them. Oh, I need to see that one. (laughs) You've never seen the bucket list. Oh, that's that's a good film. That was that was Jack's last role. Ah. Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Amazing, yeah. amazing movie. <laughs> um, again, not a horror movie, but um, a very, hey, very good one. We like talking movies in general, so yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, but I, I think, I think. Well, what more can I say? I, I'm kind of just going there's, along for the, the ride here. He's starstruck here, believe it or not. <laughs> now that sounds crazy, but he is. Well, it's... I've been more of a theater person over the years. I'm doing a play called Blood Wedding right now. So. Oh, cool! And it, it, uh, that, obviously, that's uh, not a rom com, I presume. <laughs> no, no, blood is involved. Nice. <laughs> and would there be a big um, theater scene uh, where you are at the moment, or? Actually, yes. Uh, one of the reasons I came here is, um, you know, I grew up here. But uh, over the years, there are just so many theater companies, both professional and non-professional. Mm. And um, I like to sing and dance too, so uh, I do musical theater too. And Brilliant. so, yeah, it's 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 just there's just a lot of opportunities here. Awesome. Carl so, likes to think he can sing. <laughs> well, pe- people tell me I can apparently, so uh, I just go along with the flow, you know. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm a musician apparently, so uh, yeah. A good one uh, too. 
Forever. <laughs> it sure is. But that that that's after piquing my interest there about uh, you know uh, plays and that kind of stuff. It's um, have you been have you done many over the years, or is that your main passion in terms of acting? And give us a little bit of history on that there. You know your interests and that kind of stuff. Of uh, well. Um, when I was doing Mutilator, I, I kind of switched to, I was a biology and drama major at uh, mm. Chapel Hill. And then I moved to Greensboro and I got my uh, master's in acting and directing there. And um, so after I graduated, you know, I kind of, once again, I needed to have a regular paycheck. So <laughs> I, I gravitated into teaching. Um, so I did, I've done acting a lot over the years yeah. but mainly mainly in theater when there have been some films coming to the area i've been in them um i did uh the handmaid's tale oh, when cool. that was shot in durham and nice. i did one called um national lampoon's pucked which was uh probably <laughs> john bon jovi's first movie oh good lord <laughs> was chevy like chase in huh was chevy chase there no if Chevy Chase isn't there, it's not a national lampoon. If it's not the Griswolds. No. no, do you know what's funny? Imagine, no, getting a, imagine getting a choice between John Bon Jovi or Chevy Chase and being pissed off that it's not Chevy Chase. That's to me, is normal, if you get me. <laughs> well, I know, I, know about three, I know about three John Bon Jovi songs, and I know more from, well, obviously as a musician, but Vampires, he was brilliant in. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He he started doing some acting. He's just—he's not bad either. A wonderful guy, just really, really nice. But guy. what um, I will say, over the years I've just been doing lots of theater and acting. Lovely, um, but I have to say, and I'm not slagging poor old John. Have you heard him singing recently, though? Oh, good lord! Really? Yeah, and I'm not—I'm not slagging the guy because like I do like some of his songs, but. He can't hold a note anymore. It's it's a shame. Like it really is. But, I'm uh, on the radio. <laughs> oh yeah. No, but like there's there's a couple of um, uh, videos. Of course, everyone videos everything now. Um, I can't stand that. I yeah. can't. You see the person in front of you like this. Yeah, but he's he can't do the the high bits anymore. Unfortunately, and he's getting the crowd to sing most of the song, and which is a shame because like you know he always I know he always like a lot of my family would have liked. Bon Jovi over the years and they would have went to all the shows over here and they would have loved them religiously so it's, it's a shame when you hear stuff like that you know well wonderful person wonderful person yeah yeah but there you go I think I think we'll start to wind it down a little bit now um, I don't want to hold you all all afternoon that you you, you you would if you could wouldn't you Greg in fairness now I come would on. I would well I'll just leave the, the chat will I <laughs> Well, no, because then the recording will stop. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll leave it running. <laughs> um, no, but um, it, it's been a great pleasure to have you on. Um, and as it says, for me to have yourself and Buddy come on at, at different stages was was great. Like I, When we started getting guests, I, I never thought that I'd get someone from one of my favorite movies, let alone two people. And we really, um, really appreciate that. We really do. So. Well, thank you. It's um, been a pleasure for me, too. <laughs> yeah, and ho hopefully every success with uh, picking up new roles and stuff. Um, who knows? You, you could become the next Lin Shay and just explode again into the horror world. Yay! I, I think you should. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it, 
it wouldn't be too dissimilar in a in a rise, really, if you think about it. Like she was the teacher in Nightmare on Elm Street One, and then kind of disappeared for a little while and done other stuff, and then mm. all of a sudden Insidious came back out and uh, she just took off into the stratosphere again. All, all it takes is the right the right place at the right time, and maybe that film could be the mutant layer too. And let's hope. No, let's it hope will that be. it is. Yes, let's hope that it is. Let's absolutely hope that it is. We if, are. If not, always... We're gonna have one sad panda here. <laughs> but no, I mean, we on on the slab are very supportive of the mutant layer. I think uh, everyone knows that by now, and uh, we will do everything we can to make sure that when it, when the, the second one comes out, we're gonna promote the crap out of that. So. Um, oh, absolutely, absolutely! Yeah. Everyone from the Mutilator—I have to be honest—everyone from the Mutilator family has been nothing but really amazing and gracious with their time and their, you know, their, their discussion. So we're really, really appreciative of everyone. Maybe we just and we're, in, and we're, still, we're still we're still in contact with a lot of them as well. Yeah, uh, still in contact with all of them. They were a terrific group. We we had a wonderful time. It really was a family. We we loved it. Awesome. Uh, I, I generally I can't wait to see it. Um, I've been pestering Buddy for the last number of months now, being like, "Come on, someone's giving me a release date here." Nobody, nobody's no, gonna no. care. Maybe, yeah, that, maybe. That's literally the same. That's the same answer that I've gotten off everyone. If I find out, I have to tell people. But I'm, I'm hoping that someone, someone's gonna know soon and and tell me. Ruth, I wouldn't normally say something like this, but maybe have a word with, with uh, Buddy to give uh, Greg and El Screen a copy if he can, you know? Maybe. Yep. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, in fairness, he is the biggest fan of this film. So, you know, and and he will buy it when it comes out as well. So, you know. I'll wait, I'll wait till they do a, I'll wait till they do a double or something. Mm. Oh, no oh yeah, we can have yeah. double features now. Yeah, yeah. It's now officially a franchise. No, a franchise is three, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's a duo. It's a, yeah, <laughs> just like the Terrifier. Exactly. For Friday the Thirteenth. How many do they have now? Uh, like eight. Sixty-seven. Don't go there. <laughs> and apart oh. from the first one, most of them are pretty average. Um, I agree. But yeah, as I said, we're winding down. Um, and as it's, it's been a, a, an amazing pleasure. And anytime you want to ever come back. Um, if you get if, if from when you get cast in new roles, if you want to come on and let us know about it, and we'll promote them for you. Um, Thank you. You, you know exactly where we are. Thank we're not hard to we're not hard to find. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I was at the other end of either the Instagram page or I, obviously it was my Facebook that I was talking to you on, um, and whatnot. But, Just before before um, we go before we go though, Ruth. Excuse me. Again, thanks very much for coming on the show. My pleasure. And have you anything coming up that you want to promote play-wise or anything at all that you want to kind of tell us about or, you know? Well, once again, I'd, I'd love to get involved in more projects. You know, you can reach me on, on Facebook. I'm easy to find. Um, but, uh, yes, I'm going to play this that opens on Friday. called Blood Wedding at Raleigh Little Theater, but uh, that's about it. I hope to get it more of a chance to travel and enjoy yeah. not being in the classroom for a while. Well, well, I mean, look, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure all your 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 uh, pupils are very proud of you, and um, I'm proud of them too. Uh, which is which is always great to hear. It really is. Uh, thank you again. 
for You're coming welcome. on and we I, I i know i keep saying it but we really appreciate your time and your uh you know your conversation it's fantastic thank you very much thank you i appreciate it greg take us home we'll do it like we do every friday night around this time ladies and gentlemen in the words of the great george a romero stay scared Woo! <laughs>